in a world of trying to better ourselves each and every day, how do we really do that? How can we really, truly begin to live our best life now? Find out today, right here on this episode of the Press On Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Press On Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm so glad you are joining us. This is episode 110. This week, we are starting a new series. We're going to be looking at a few psalms that just stick out to me throughout the book. And if you know anything of Scripture, the psalms is located right in the middle, smack dab in the middle of Scripture. It's it's the longest book in the Bible, and so we're not going to go through each each and every psalm, but but I really want to look at uh, a few of my favorites, but also maybe a few that uh, don't get talked about as much as well. And I thought the most logical place to begin this series would be at the very beginning. Psalm chapter 1, uh, the last few weeks we've been talking about how to study Scripture and the importance of studying Scripture, uh, and this psalm really just kind of goes with it. Uh, but it also helps us understand uh, this idea of what what we're supposed to be living for. And we'll get into all of that in a second, but I thought it was really important this year to start off with just some tips and tricks on how to study Scripture as we get ready to dive into this. We're going to use those tips and tricks to help us really try to understand uh, these psalms. And so today, I just, I really just want to start off by reading this psalm. It's not a very long psalm, uh, and then we'll get into a few thoughts I have on it today. Psalm 1, verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. And all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked will perish. Like I said in the intro, we, we live in a world where everybody is trying to better them, themselves. Uh, they're trying to live their best life. Now, you get on Instagram, you see influencers just, just trying to live their best life, live every moment to its fullest. We do this even as Christians, and not in always a negative way, but but like... I'm in this habit of going to the gym each and every day. Why? Because I want to better myself. I want to be the best person I can be, whether that's spiritually, mentally, physically. And so we do this. But sometimes we get overwhelmed by all the possibility choices on how to do this, right? Um, it ranges from having the right job, the right diet, the right vacation, the right partner in life, hobbies, and it just becomes too much. And I think a lot of times our lives get characterized by making uh, what choice we're going to make onto one of these paths, and we'll try them for a little while, and then either we don't see results or we lose patience, and then we just kind of skip to the next track, right? 
And I, I could tell you I, I know a path that, that would guarantee you a life of fruitless, fruitfulness and fulfillment and, and, and sneak in some prosperity there, right? And quickly you would say, you're, you're wrong. You're, you're just becoming one of uh, those TV pastors that, that, that all they talk about is prosperity. But, but the truth is, is I do know the secret. I can show you a path that guarantees a life of fruitfulness and fulfillment more than any other thing this world has to offer. And we see it right here in this psalm. Let's take a look a little bit deeper. Verse 1. Blessed is the man. Stop right there. Uh, I I did some research and I looked at other translation. That word blessed uh, can also be, oh, the joys or happy is the man. Uh, I just like seeing different words could be used there. So, so happy is the man. Blessed is the man. Oh, the joy of the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. Wicked also can be translated as ungodly. Nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Notice uh, a few things here. It tells us things that the blessed man does not do. You don't you don't walk in the way of the wicked, the ungodly people, the people that aren't following God. You you don't stand in the way of sinners. You don't sit in the seat of scoffers. And I like this idea that 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 we get this progression. You don't walk with the ungodly, nor should you stand in the way of the sinners. Don't even sit in the seat of scoffers. Like it's it's like a digression, but it's the idea is like the people that we are surrounding ourselves with. We can't we can't walk with them. We can't stand with them. We can't even sit with them when it comes to what we're following in this life. Um, and this is the ways that kind of people kind of distance themselves from God, being ungodly, the, being a sinner, scoffing. Uh, and and here's the idea. Uh, we see rejecting bad ideas, counsel of the wicked. Uh, the counsel of the wicked refers to when you to who you listen to, right? And so you don't don't listen to these people who aren't following God. Are, do you have ungodly people guiding you in the paths of this life? If you want to live a righteous life, if you want to live that blessed life, blessed is the man, remember, who who's speaking into your life? Are they leading you to negative choices? Um, and sometimes, as hard as it is, we might have to leave them behind. Then it says the paths of sinners. And, and I think this idea is like the rejection um, of bad actions, like, Wrong thinking leads to wrong action. So if you listen to um, the evil counsel, the counsel of the wicked that we just talked about, eventually you're going to walk in those paths that you just listened to. The voices that you're listening to are all going to become the the voices that you follow. And then, so 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 bad ideas, counsel of the wicked, bad actions, the path of sinners, and then just rejecting bad company, seat of scoffers. This path starts with the wrong thoughts. Next step step is wrong behavior, which actually ends up being the wrong community. And who you listen to becomes who you follow, and who you follow becomes your identity. Who you identify with becomes who you are. And if you want to be this blessed man, blessed woman of God, you have to pay attention to the people that you're around. But verse 2 says this, 
but delights in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates on it day and night. Now, I, I know most people would not go out and intentionally choose a, a bad role model, right? But sometimes we don't even know when a role model will lead us astray. Like there are good godly men and women, and then there are people who we, we think are, are great role models. And so we start following them, and then slowly we realize, man, these aren't the people that we should have been following all along. Now, someone could list out a checklist of all these things that we can avoid uh, when it comes to wicked people or people who aren't following God and, and how to stay away from that. But instead of doing that, the writer of Psalm 1 actually tells us to, to focus on something else. Focus on the source that will lead to blessedness. Because it says the blessed man, he his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on that law, he'll meditate on day and night. And we see a few things here. Um, the blessed man, he's guided by God's word. Uh, it's not just reference material. We've been talking about this. That, that it's not just laws that Moses gave down at Sinai. But literally, the, the scripture is, is instruction. It's guidance from God. And the blessed man knows that he doesn't have all the answers, but he knows that God is the source of life. And so the blessed man, the one that, that wants to walk with God and wants to be fruitful and live this fulfilled life, will, will be eager to be guided by God's word. In fact, it goes on to say, and on his law, he meditates on it day and night. He is consumed with it. Now, a lot of sermons on this psalm will talk about this, um, uh, but I just find it really interesting. And not everybody knows this, but, but that word for meditate is the Hebrew word Hagah, which actually means to chew on it, to to mull it around. Common illustration, and it's kind of gross, uh, but it is one of a cow. Uh, and if you know anything about cattle, a cow has four stomachs. And so when a cow is, is chewing its food, uh, it will swallow it. And then it will regurgitate it back into its mouth, and he'll 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 chew on it some more, and then he'll swallow it, and then he'll regurgitate it, chew on it some more, and then it, he does this over and over again. Each time he is chewing on it, he he's refining it. He is he's making it more digestible, um, and and bringing out more and more nutrients. And this book right here, we could even stop right here, because this this psalm. It is telling us that God's word, we should meditate on it. We should chew it, and it will start being refined. And, and each time that we are contemplating it, each time we are meditating on it and mulling it over throughout the day, day and night, uh, it's going to give us more and more nutrients. You want to become a fulfilled person? Well, that starts with being fed with nutrients, and becoming this this strong tree, as the book of Psalm uh, puts it in a metaphor. And the way we do that is by getting all the nutrients out of it that we can. Verse 3, he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season. I, I want to bring something out of this right here. It yields its fruit in its season. A lot of times we think that when we're doing the right things, that, that we're immediately going to get results. 
but a tree doesn't always yield fruit immediately because there's seasons where it just, it won't yield fruit. That doesn't mean that it's dead. It doesn't mean it's dying. It's just not yielding fruit because it's not its season yet. And so sometimes producing fruit from being faithful to God's word, it's going to take time. It takes uh, patience. But, but, but if we give up, we're not going to see the results. It's like working out. If you just stop working out after a week, you're not going to see results. You're not going to see the fruit until it is time. And so it brings fruit in its season. Its leaf does not wither, and all he does, he prosper. And now this is this is a bold promise, and and it's a hard one to explain away. But when we become the people God intended us for be to be, that we we will start to see what prosperity really looks like. And to prosper might not mean getting success and money that, that sometimes we, we desire or we dream about, but, but prosperity really just means achieving all that God has set out for us and achieving those things. And those things should be what's most important for us. And then the, the writer, he goes into a contrast so we have the blessed man, but then the wicked are not like so. But they're like chaff that the wind drives away. Wicked here can also be translated as worthless. The worthless are not like that. He, he compares them to like chaff. Chaff is like this dead um Something that was growing, but now it's dead. It has no root system, and so it just has dried up, and now the wind just kind of blows it where it wants. It also talks about how the wicked, they're defenseless. They're not going to stand in judgment. The wicked, he's only lived for himself, so when he's called in account for his life choices, he's not going to have a leg to stand on. He is going to be defenseless. He's going to have to answer for the things that he does. And nor in the assembly of the righteous. Uh, this one, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. I think this one's interesting. Because the wicked man lives only for himself. He's cut off from God's people. And so he might have friends like him, but he's not going to have a community that will support him. He's not going to belong to anyone. There's something beautiful uh, about... God's people. It's why I'm a big advocate for going to church each and every week. There's something beautiful that you can't get just online whenever you feel like it. Because God calls us to be connected with one another. More than just being married, more than just having a family, but connected to a larger body, the church. It's something beautiful. And that's something that the wicked will not have. And then eventually, it's lifelessness that the way of the wicked will perish. I also find it interesting that, that the first word in this psalm is blessed, and the last word is perish. There, there's, there's two choices we get in this life. We can either be blessed or we will perish. But, but when we really dive into this psalm, we see what it means to be blessed, and that is to be filled 
by God's word. See, we spend our lives seeking happiness and meaning and purpose, but we'll find that true joy and that true fulfillment by seeking God. And how do we really seek God? It's it's by studying his word. It's by diving deep and really understanding what he has to say to each one of us. How can you get into God's word? Just do it. Some people will often ask, like, like, what are the best ways to study the Bible? And you want you want the secret into like, all right, I got this plan. And it's important to have a plan. Go back into the first couple episodes this year. We kind of talk about that. But it's not going to change your life if you just sit around planning. You got to get into it. Just start doing it. Hey, one last thing before we close. I, one of the things I like to do when studying Scripture is to find other places in, in Scripture where it can relate to what I just read. And and so in my Bible, next to Psalm 1, I have a little sticky note that has Joshua 1, 8 written out with some illustrations. But it says this, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Remember the chewing on, the meditating. It shall, shall not depart from your mouth. Keep chewing on it. Keep meditating on it goes on to say, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. Remember, it's not about success as the way the world defines it, but success and becoming the person who God wants you to be. For 110 episodes, we have encouraged you to keep pressing on, to keep becoming the person God has created you to be. We are broken, imperfect, flawed, failed people, myself included. But each day that we awake, we are given a new opportunity to become just who God has planned for us. And so I hope as we read through the Psalms, it encourages you to do one thing, and that is to keep pressing on. Hey, I can't wait to see you next week to continue this series through the book of Psalms. Until then, Adios.